Welcome to our first episode of Anonymously Conservative. On this episode, we'll be talking about CNN smoking weed on New Year's, Trump's nuclear button tweet, and Bannon versus Trump. So, Alfredo, will you take us away on our first topic? Uh, yeah. Um, first up, we have CNN, obviously. Obviously. Of course. CNN. Of course, fake news. Uh, the, the first picture I see here is a dude... Uh, blowing out a blowing out a fat cloud. A fat cloud. Um, kind of ugly dude. Yeah. So uh, let's dive into I this mean, article. What like? I don't know what possesses you to make a segment on New Year's Eve smoking weed. Like, what's the? What's the the? What's the like? Why? Of all yeah, the things you could have picked. Exactly. Uh, I mean, nothing about New Year's resolutions of, you know, becoming a better person. How about we just, you know, get high the first day of the new year? Exactly. Like, I understand the party aspect, but, like... I don't. I understand the New Year's... (laughs) (laughs) I understand the New Year's party aspect of it, but, like, I mean... No. It's just just no. It's pushing, okay. the, it's pushing so anyways, the envelope too much. Anyways, so what happened was this dude showed up in Denver Times Square, whatever their version of it is, and decided he'd like to smoke some weed. And, of course, a CNN reporter wants to come up and interview him and basically glamorize you know, what he was doing. Well, they're on a party bus. They're on a party bus. That's what it appears. That makes it that much better. Yeah. So basically, and this is so this isn't just one of those articles you find, you know, on the third page of fake news CNN. This is this was posted up, you know, one of the first things you saw. Um, day, I mean, still even today, you can see it on the front the front page of CNN. Um, well, it was it was part of their New Year's Eve coverage. Yeah, and it just. <laughs> it's just it's just, just one sigh. of those things. Yeah, just, just a long sigh. I mean, that's basically. I mean, is this how our New Year's is gonna be? Well, I think. I mean, they're, I hope they're not. obviously they're pushing. I forgot what it's called, but it's the the political spectrum type deal. They're just pushing the envelope. Why don't we Why don't we bring drugs that aren't legal in all yeah. fifty states? Why don't we bring those on live TV? Trying to normalize it. Because right now, smoking weed is not normal. I mean, right. it's not. So right. And everybody who smokes weed, you're like, they're like, so why don't you smoke weed? Come on, smoke weed, man. It's because it's, it's not something that most people do. It's not normal. Exactly, yeah. and you try and normalize it to make it seem okay. And exactly. Like, it's, the more we try and normalize it into, into society, it doesn't seem like this illegal thing. It, like, like when people run heroin and stuff like that. Like, that's... That's crazy illegal stuff. And that's what people thought 20 years ago about that's, weed. Yeah. But you know, now it, that we've normalized it, it's, it's the, more accepted. It's the right. typical liberal um, – it, it's one of their strategies. You repeat something so many times to where you believe it, or in this case, you repeat it so many times it becomes normal. It becomes yes. watered down. Right. And another example of that is global warming. I mean – Perfect example. Right. Yeah, we won't be covering that today. That's for another episode. But so, uh, let me let me hear your uh, your topics. My topics. Yeah. What uh, what you got? I got some uh, drama between Bannon and Trump, 
I got um, society in general just becoming less and less Christian. Um, well, just, hit, just hit me with something. Hit you with something? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so uh, what do you think about the fallout with Bannon and Trump? I mean, I don't really know what to make of it. It's all pretty fresh. Yeah. It's interesting because it's hard to pick a side. A lot of times when you see something in the news, you're like, all right, the first thing you do is you read it, you process it, and you pick a side, right? Yeah. And like I, logically, I, you should try and get more information on that. But yeah. This I, is pretty fresh. I really like Bannon. I right. really like him. But then again, I, mean, he, I love Donald Trump. He ran a, is a pretty good campaign. Yeah. Like, that was amazing. And, and, I mean, I just hate to see this drama again and again in the Republican Party, right. and especially from these two guys. Now, right now, without knowing everything, I don't. I truly don't believe everybody knows everything right now. But without knowing everything, I gotta take the side of Donald Trump. Steve Bannon, I could see him being kind of a gossiper, you know. In the Brett Bart news, I love Brett Bart news, but him being there, I mean, it just kind of seems like something he might do, you know. But I don't know everything, so right now I'm on the side of Donald. And I did see a headline, didn't read into the article, but it did say something about Breitbart threatening to oust him. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. But the thing is, is, I mean, you really have to evaluate, was this something that needed to be kept secret? And if it needed to be kept secret, it probably wasn't good. Yeah. So you have to know that. And I really hope it's not something that needed to be kept. I hope it's not such a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope it's not how it was made out to be, because the way he said it, it sounds like it was traitorous and un-American. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I don't know why he'd, I don't know why he'd do that. It's a very I, another bad thing. It could be, it could this whole deal could be taken out of context, because could so Bannon said what he did in his book, and the liberal news media got a hold of it. Everyone that has a smart smartphone can go and look at their news feed and. CNN, Huffington Post will blast you with all these things about what Bannon said about Trump. And then, you know, Trump is seeing all of this, everything in the news, and, you know, and he sees that thinking it's a big deal. And he just says Steve Bannon must have lost his mind for him to say something like that. You know, that's probably what he is thinking right now. And, I mean, it's just this liberal news media, you know. I hate to see this, you know, drama between the Republican Party, but maybe this isn't really drama. Maybe this is just something getting blown up out of proportion. I mean, I'm not really seeing these articles on the front page of Fox News at all. And Brett Bart is kind of doing, you know, the smart thing right now with um, uh, thinking about ousting him. Because so far, every reporter that's attacked Trump, Trump comes back twice as hard. And that news, you know, agency, you know, whatever, you know, they suffer because of it. So Brett Bart's just trying to save themselves. It's a hot take. Hot take. Yeah. It's a woke take. All right, so uh, what else we got? How about immigration? What about it? Uh, so we got the border wall getting – we got the prototypes getting built. Uh, the DACA ended. Um, 
Trump's thinking about, you know, renegotiating that just so we can, you know, get people over here, I guess. Um, I'd like for that to end altogether, you know. Right, right. I think we're, we're heading towards a good, uh, a good place with that. Immigration numbers are obviously, illegal immigration numbers are obviously going down. Um, I think where we're at now is like sanctuary cities, stuff going on within the U.S. Within the, it, yeah, exactly. Did you see, I think I saw somewhere that Trump was threatening to uh, withhold government funds from... Some sort of major cities. Some city in California that was a sanctuary city. Yeah. Which is a really big deal, and I'm a, really not a big fan of the California governor at all. No. I think he makes some... He just uh, passes stuff to. It's basically it's basically treason. It, when you at, really think about it. At this point, it. yes, yeah. Like he's he's wanting to start a civil war. Who? Uh, what's his name? The governor of California. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever that guy is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> his just, name's just, not important. Yeah, he he is not he important. He shall not be named. Yeah, exactly. That that's that's where we're going with that. So like, the the real issue is harboring illegal immigrants and the the process within the U.S. of getting them out. Yeah. That's what the problem is, is they get in here and we find out that they're illegals and it still takes, it can take up to years and to this, get them out. And we can't forget, this is all money. Yeah, like, it's all costing money. Each keeping, one of them costs money. Keeping them in the United States costs money, especially if they're on um, government entitlements. Right. I mean, I'm not even thinking of that. But, you know, I saw an article the other day that said for the United States to jail somebody, you know, to keep somebody in jail, it costs like $170,000 for one year. That is a lot. And, I mean, that's just, it's, it's disappointing. It's kind of sad. It's annoying to see how, you know, we have all these criminals in here and, we have to, you know, they're entitled to so much from us, and it, it's just, it's an outdated system. It's definitely yeah. needs to be fixed, and it's a, it's a it was major, a system that came around during the depression. It's a and, major problem. Yeah, and it needs to be reformed, and people should not be allowed to stay on it for so long. People should right. be drug tested on it. You know, people should be forced to go work. Um. You know, I saw an article the other day that said the United States has – they have adequate jobs available right now. You know, there, there should be a job for most of the people who don't have one. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be a good job. You can go down to the local, you know, Wendy's and become a burger flipper, you know? Right. It's just – But they realize – that with a Democrat in charge, they can make more money just sitting at home playing Xbox on welfare than they are if they go out and work. So I mean, I don't blame them. They're smart. They get to go. They get to stay at home, order a pizza, and play Xbox all day on government welfare, and get earn more money than having to go out and work. So I mean, they're actually smart. I mean, they found the loopholes in the system. Right. And until that's fixed and made illegal. Then I mean, there's not really anything I mean we can do until you know that's voted, you know otherwise. Right. It's just 
Yeah, you summed it up pretty well. Just was that another to... another woke take? It was a pretty good take. I appreciate that. Okay, so we cannot ignore it. Everybody, everybody should have seen it. So Donald Trump's Twitter is just full of woke takes. I mean, the yeah, wokest. Hot takes. Hot takes. You have to wear a heat suit to look at it. Okay, that's a little too far. I mean. Okay, so Trump goes at real Donald Trump, January second. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un just stated that the nuclear button on his desk at all times. Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I too have a nuclear button, but is much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works? Wow. So, already at the end, if we analyze this and break this down, <laughs> his button works. It works. It works. Wow. So not like, not only is it big. Is it big? He has a very it large works. button. You know what? I bet he has to throw his fist down on the button <laughs> to get it to work. There's only one way to find out. Oh, never thought about that one. Ooh, tip of the hat. Um, yeah, I think he's just. I mean, he's flexing his guns right now. I think. We are playing, like, this is such, like, a, it's a political drama war that's unfolding. I, I kind of explained it to somebody. I was, like, joking. I said, I said, this is pregame smack talk, essentially. <laughs> I hope it's pregame. I, I kind of hope. hope it isn't. I kind of hope it isn't. Yeah. Nuclear pregame smack talk? I hope it's not. Yeah. Maybe potential takedown of a... Evil dictatorship, <laughs> pregame SmackDown, hopefully. I mean, he's with these sanctions we have right now. So far, what is it? Three now North Korean um, defectors crossed the line. So right now they don't want to be there. Three, three or two. Three, I, something like I've that. I've only seen two. So people are defecting. I saw another article that said um, Kim Jong Un allowed some of the military leave time to go find food. So they're not paying the North Korean and the military. I'd say this. Those defectors could be spies. Think about it. Um, I think I think they probably thought about that already. I think they could be. You think they could be? Because the first guy they all shot at, right? Yeah. Did you see that? The first guy they all shot at, the other guy, they just let him go, wasn't it? I don't know. He just he just walked. I, that's what I saw. He just left. So I don't know about you, but that seems kind of interesting to me. Like after all these years of nobody escaping over there, all of a sudden, amidst um, all this, there's been people to escape. Sometimes every once a couple while. Can you give me an actual record? <laughs> I don't know. Actual I was, record on I was at Barnes and Noble the other day and I saw a book written by somebody that crossed. I'm talking about like military, like military yeah. just abandoning posts over there. I mean, I I get your point if it was any at any other time, but right now when we just crack down sanctions, all this tension is too coincidental. I mean, you know, for him not to just be starving and not wanting to be there. You know, you picking up what I'm putting down? 
not exactly what you're saying. Like it's I'm saying that like quite you know, like they could be spies or like they no, they could not. not. Like so it's like I think it's we just put sanctions. They have no food. They have no money. They have no allies other than China, and we're cracking down on China. You know, helping them. So he doesn't want to be there. So he just left. He's. I think the first guy did that. I think the second guy. Well, I think you're stupid. I mean, you can think that all you want. People think Alex Jones is stupid, and look at him. Alex Jones is, is amazing. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, it's, I know, I know I'm joking, but like I just feel like the timing of it is just kind of interesting. It, it raises some questions. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I because I'm, like I'm just they, they, they probably have thought of that. Yeah. So, uh, what's what's next? Uh, society becoming less and less Christian. I got, I got some pretty woke history on this. All right, go for it. America was founded on the Puritan society, and was it? Yeah, the okay. Puritans and okay. all that. Okay, just quizzing you. Continue. Am I wrong? I don't know. How are you? I hope not. Continue. <laughs> if I if I'm wrong, then this I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna have to fact check. This whole takes is pretty is pretty thrown off. But <laughs> essentially, we are a country founded on God, and the more and more we get this leftist, like the more and more we push the window away, we push it further to the left. The more and more Christian views become outdated, when that's what we were founded on. When we as what we call advancing as a society. We also move away from that when we, like, the left and all that, all this transgender and 67,000 genders, and you can't name them all, but you're also wrong if you call somebody the wrong pronoun, but you can never know the total amount of genders. Yeah. And all this crap like that, we're moving away from what we were founded on, and I, like, that's the problem. That's why we. That's why we have more crime in this country than we did back then. Yeah. If you look at the chart of um, average, like the average number of Christians and the average number of like violent crimes, it, it's almost like it goes hand in hand. As Christians, you know, become you know fewer every day, there becomes more you know crimes. Right. Like. When you look back at those societies, they were like relatively simple, and when everybody—it's—it's it's a sound logic. When everybody believes in the same religion, and everybody abides by the same moral standards and moral codes, you have a well-functioning society. That's what the—that's what the—they uh, tried to start these kind of utopian societies back in those times, in the yeah. older times. Yeah. And like and the, there's one called Brooklyn. You know what's you know what's almost worse is the lukewarm Christians. Which, you know you know what, you know, the lukewarm Christians are the libertarians. Now right. let me just tell you a little something about a libertarian. Okay. They're bad. Better watch out for them. Okay. You're talking about like Alex Jones libertarians or just libertarians because okay when you are truly a christian now tell me if i'm wrong i know i'm not but just tell me okay if you're truly a christian 
you'll love what God loves, right? Right. But that also means you'll hate what God hates, right? Right. Okay. God hates sin, right? Right. Homose being gay is a sin, right? Right. So you should hate it. Should. But these libertarians that are Christians, they go, oh, well, it doesn't really affect me, you know, whether if I vote on this, you know, homosexuality law or not. It doesn't really affect me, so I don't really care. They can do whatever they want. But I know for myself I'm a Christian. That is completely garbage. If you have the opportunity to vote on one of God's laws, I mean, and if you hate sin, would you not right. vote against it? Right. You should. I mean, it's your just good logic, right? Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, it goes back into the Bible is we we're Sin is natural to us as humans. That's what happened yeah. in history, right? All right. So, I mean, that's why we are forgiven for our sins. Uh, does that mean you should actively sin? That's the thing I can't stand about certain Christian people is, you, you know, you go to church and say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. And you go into society and you do all these bad things. And yeah. I understand there's addiction. There's things like that where it's just, it's hard. I, I, I know it's hard, but it's like you can't sit there and enjoy it and post it on social media and yeah. blast about it and all that, and then have a you know John John sixteen in your yeah. in your Instagram bio. I mean, yeah. I, and this can be directly connected back to what we first talked talked about, you know, with the marijuana, because you know. Our bodies are, you know, temples of God. We should, you know, take care of it. And by altering your mind in a state where you can't really control it, I mean, that's disrespecting what God gave you. Right. But anyways, we're becoming preachers. Yeah. So, what's next? Uh, well, I wanted to go back to the utopian societies that they okay. try to create and just finish up a take. Yeah, go for it. Um, Give me a woke one. What? A, a, a woke, woke one. one. Um, yeah. That like they tried to create these societies that were basically kind of re recreating what happened before. Okay. Uh, that's their specific plan, but they were trying to create a, a society that had the same uh, same standards and same morals across the board. That would function well, and a lot of them were socialists, which is why some of them failed. Another one caught on fire, which is a shame. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just something to think about. It's pretty interesting. That's a good take. They, they were like shielded off from the rest of the world. They tried to have their own yeah. society. Uh, like that's pretty pretty interesting. If you've been to uh, like a church camp. It's yeah. a it's a pretty pretty cool place because it kind of sucks when you leave because you go into it and you have all this all these Christian surroundings and it's just a good positive environment and you get back into the world you know you get away from all that and it, it kind of sucks you know you wish you could go back you could go back yeah it's pretty interesting I think that's a good take that's a good ender right there too that's it that's it yeah well so this is uh thank you if you made it this far in our podcast. Um, we had fun. This is Brewster.
This is uh, Alfredo. This is episode one in the books. All right, done.